A Guide to the Good Life by William B. Irvine One Sentence Summary A Guide to the Good Life is a roadmap for Stoicism, showing you how you can cultivate this ancient philosophy in your own life, why it's useful, and what Stoics are really about. My favorite quote from the author is, The easiest way for us to gain happiness is to learn how to want the things we already have. William B. Irvine This is how I've been trying to live my life for the past two years, and I've never been happier. To the contrary, I just seem to get happier over time, because the more I learn, implement and embrace stoic qualities in my life, the less adversity affects me. Since adopting a more stoic mindset, I feel much less distracted. I can always make room for the truly important things in life, I almost never get angry, especially not at things outside of my control, and I'm incredibly grateful for every single day I get to spend here on this beautiful earth. Ironically, though it's not aimed towards getting rich at all, I do think a stoic mindset is a cause of worldly success in many cases, such as Ryan Holiday, Gary Vaynerchuk or Tim Ferriss, all of whom have admittedly adopted this mentality. Here are three lessons from William B. Irvine's A, Good, a Guide to the Good Life to help you embrace a stoic mindset yourself and become more content with your life. 1. The two primary values of stoicism are virtue and tranquility. 2. Learn to want what you already have. 3. Immediately accept things that are outside of your control and focus on what you can do. Ready to step up and start practicing Stoicism? Let's go! I'm super excited to share this one with you. A Guide to the Good Life Lesson 1 Virtue and Tranquility are the highest values of a Stoic. This answers the question, what are the core values of Stoic philosophy? There are two central themes in Stoicism. Values, which all Stoics strive to integrate into their lives as much as possible. Those two goals are, number one, virtue, and number two, tranquility. Chances are you don't really know what these mean, or if you do, you think of the wrong thing. For example, virtue might be defined as having high moral standards, and therefore make you think only monks, priests, and Mother Teresa are good examples of virtuous people. But virtue in a stoic sense is more about living a life that's aligned with your own set of values. Synonyms of the word are goodness, honesty, righteousness, dignity, integrity, trustworthiness, decency and merit, for example, which all rely on you doing what you say and saying what you do. In the same vein, tranquility is not about napping a lot or being lazy. Tranquility is the art of ridding yourself of negative emotions. A tranquil person shows great self-control and won't let her emotions dominate her intellect, for example by staying calm in a traffic jam because she knows getting angry at traffic is useless. A Guide to the Good Life Lesson 2 Learn to want what you already have to be more grateful by using negative visualization. This answers the question, what is a very good tool to move towards a life of virtue and tranquility? One of the worst, yet most common vicious cycle we get stuck in, especially in the western world, is the hedonic treadmill. Scientifically known as hedonic adaptation, this is a system in which we chase material possessions only to attain them, quickly get used to and bored by them, to reset and chase the next item. A tranquil and virtuous person knows she must break out of the cycle, and Stoics have one major way of doing so learning to want the things we already have and appreciating the things in our life. The more you want what you have as compared to having what you want, the happier you'll be. 
A very simple exercise you can use to achieve this is negative visualization. Imagine the things and people you take for granted and interact with the most would suddenly vanish and be gone forever. This will make you feel bad for a second because the thought of loss is painful, but at the same time it will give you an instant surge of appreciation and show you how lucky you are to still have them in your life. I found a quote a few years ago that perfectly sums this up. Imagine you only woke up this morning with the things you said thank you for yesterday. Would you have everything you need? A Guide to the Good Life Lesson 3 Be okay with the things that are outside of your control and internalize your goals for the things that aren't. This answers the question, how does Stoicism help us succeed? The biggest step towards becoming more tranquil you can take is changing your attitude towards the things you can't control. This takes two steps. Step number one, realizing when something is outside of your control, right when it happens. And step number two, not distracting yourself with worrying about it for even a second. This takes a lot of practice, but once you have it down, it changes everything. It not only makes you happier, it also stops you from wasting time with waiting. For example, when I send an email pitch to someone, I forget it the second I send it, because from that moment on, it's out of my control. Likewise, I never worry about the weather or politics. And for those things that are somewhat in your control, but not entirely, you can internalize the goal. For example, of course you want to get good grades or win when you enter a competition, but other people have a say in this too. So instead of focusing on getting an A or winning, focus on delivering your best performance. This will not only actually make you perform better, but you also won't feel crushed if you don't achieve your goal, because it wasn't entirely up to you to reach it. My personal takeaways from A Guide to the Good Life for 2017. I think the number one thing I can say about Stoicism is that it's one of the few things I've found over the years where I can really see the part that it's a constant practice. I mean, this is something I feel I can never learn or read enough about. And right now I'm at a place in my life where I get a little dose of stoicism every single day because I've been reading Ryan Holiday's books, who's written The Obstacle is the Way, which is a book about stoicism, who's written Ego is the Enemy, which I'm holding in my hands right now, which uh, I just started reading. And he also, uh, last year, 2016, he published The Daily Stoic, um, which is 365 quotes and then explained quotes so lessons from him about stoicism which i really love i think that might be a book i will read every year actually because it just takes a minute to to read the thing but every day you get you can get this this reminder of sto about a sto lesson from stoicism and it helps um so for example today's today's one was a really good one uh, because today's one was about living a good life and it's it was just a couple like three lines max and it was about like how can you live a good life and the essence of it was well the only thing you can control to live a good life is to do good things right so if you put your your definition of what it means to have a good life into the hands of external things like having a a, a five-star hotel um, five-star room in a hotel and then a five-star breakfast in the morning or something like that well then if you don't have that on a Sunday and you won't have that every Sunday then you'll be sad and but what can you control well 
if you even if you're at home like what I did this morning you can say yeah you know what I'm gonna go to the bakery down the street and just buy like a couple some bread and and some croissants and make myself a nice breakfast at home and I did just that and it was just fine um, I felt really good it's an awesome breakfast and so that part I controlled right and the more internal you go the better so what even you could do was you could even when you're fasting or something like that say um, I'm not going to eat food for X amount of hours so I'm going to skip breakfast today because I know it'll be good for me because of fasting or whatever and consult a doctor on this I'm not a nutritionist or anything but make that decision and then you don't need anything, right? You don't need any breakfast. And then you will appreciate your lunch a lot more because it'll be the first meal of the day. Something like that, right? So this thing, it's its really, it comes down, yeah, virtue, tranquility, those are the two things. Obviously, things like uh, imagining yourself without the things you already have puts everything else in perspective. And then um, training yourself and that's really the the daily practice part training yourself to realize when is something out of my control like the breakfast part right like I could have spent an hour negatively fantasizing about oh, I'm so pissed I didn't get my hotel breakfast because I don't know like the room was cancelled or whatever but the second I realize yeah I can't control like for example the hotel cancelling on me I don't have control over that but I do have control over walking down the street and buying some decent breakfast um that'll make me happy right then and there that's like you have to realize that in the moment because the longer it takes you to realize that the longer you'll waste time and then once you realize that the same thing happens again because once you realize that's what's going on okay so this isn't in my control you still have the chance to go down the the negative spiral because you can then complain about why it's not in your control um so be like, oh, like the stupid uh, receptionist at the hotel, blah, 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 right? Um, so first you have to realize this actually isn't something you control. And then you have to realize there's nothing, it's no sense in worrying about it or complaining about it. So this is a two-part thing. And that's the daily practice thing. I mean, And that gets me stuck up. Like if I ever lose time or if I feel like I'm having a bad day or something like that, it always comes back to this, right? It always comes back to me complaining about, wishing things were different, uh, not taking things as they are, not making the best of the situation in the moment. Like, this was a tough week for me. I had people here, distractions. I worked a lot. Uh, there was so much going on. It, it just wasn't an ideal week, right? It was one of those weeks where yeah it, it just everything didn't it didn't go according to plan everything wasn't ideal and naturally those weeks i spent a lot more time wishing they were ideal um and so this is just a constant constant practice so i highly recommend get something like a calendar or like the daily stoic it, because if you're into this philosophy it really helps to practice it every single day all right, I hope this uh, sort of Sunday rambling has been at least somewhat helpful to give some extra context to the book and how I'm trying to live it. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the summary. I definitely, I super hope, I'm super pumped about Stoicism. I hope you check out more books about that and see you on the next one.